This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. Mayor Adams says he's not trying to be harmful in his plan on getting migrants to leave New York City. It's Wednesday, November 1st, and this is your New York Daily News. Wednesday's forecast calls for scattered showers in New York City with a high near 51 and a low near 37. Before today's top story, Correction Commissioner Louis Molina is stepping down from his post to become a public safety advisor to Mayor Adams, City Hall announced Tuesday, as the feds are poised to potentially take over Rikers Island, where a legacy of detainee deaths and horrid conditions continued under Molina's tenure. Molina, who has served as Adams' DOC commissioner since January 2022, will officially step down from his current job at some point in November and then become City Hall's assistant deputy mayor for public safety, a mayoral spokesman said. The news came weeks after the embattled jailed boss denied rumors that he was about to resign. In his new post, Molina will report to Deputy Mayor for Public Safety Phil Banks and be tasked with coordinating with all city agencies on public safety matters, according to a City Hall press release. City Hall would not immediately say who's expected to succeed Molina as correction commissioner. And Vernado Reality Trust CEO Stephen Roth revealed Tuesday that a New York City casino is likely not in the cards for the company. It's highly likely that we will not pursue the casino license, he said on an earnings call. Real estate giant Vernado previously expressed an interest in entering the crowded bidding war for one of three casino licenses on offer from New York State. Two of them are expected to go to existing racinos in Queens and Yonkers, but about 10 different groups are still in the running for the remaining license. Earlier this year, it was reported that Vernado was contemplating throwing its hat in the ring with a plan to put a casino on the former site of the Hotel Pennsylvania. The Midtown Hotel had been located directly across from Madison Square Garden, but was recently demolished. Vernado never campaigned as aggressively as some other contenders. As one of the city's largest commercial landlords, the company's facing pressure in the face of a decreased demand for office space. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Mayor Adams said Tuesday that his administration is not trying to mislead or harm migrants in New York City by offering them free tickets out of the city. The mayor's pushback follows the Daily News and other outlets reporting that some migrants have been directed to the administration's reticketing office despite saying they wish to stay in a city shelter. The office, which was recently opened in Manhattan's East Village, is focused on getting immigrants to leave New York by offering free transportation to other parts of the U.S. and beyond. 
Speaking to reporters at City Hall on Tuesday, Adams said the purpose of the reticketing program is to alleviate pressure on the city's overcrowded shelter systems, which continue to house more than 64,000 migrants and nearly as many unhoused New Yorkers. Adams also touted the fiscal benefits of providing migrants with free transportation to other cities, since that gets city taxpayers off the hook of bankrolling shelter beds for them. But the mayor dismissed the notion that the initiative is part of a broader push to deter migrants from coming to New York in the first place. Our goal is not to deter, he said. The reticketing office on East 7th Street was opened around the same time migrants started being removed from city shelters because their 30- and 60-day notices were coming due. The notices, which first started being handed out in July, limit the time single-adult migrants can stay in the same city shelter bed to 30 consecutive days. Under the same policy, some migrant families with children can only stay for 60 consecutive days in the same placement. If they can't find their own alternative housing before their time is up, migrants are supposed to be able to reapply for new shelter beds by going to the city's Roosevelt Hotel Asylum Seeker Intake Center. But several migrants ousted from shelters due to their notices coming due told the news on Monday they were directed to the reticketing office even though they wanted to reapply to stay in the city's care. Other migrants removed from shelters have been sent to waiting room sites which lack beds and told to wait there until more appropriate accommodations become available, according to the news outlet The City. Camille Varlak, Adams' chief of staff who joined him for the Tuesday briefing, acknowledged there have been instances of a few folks that have been a little confused about where to go after being removed from shelters. But we have been working on making sure that we streamline communications so that there's no confusion, she said. Adams' office has declined to provide data on how many migrants have been sent to other U.S. cities or countries as part of the reticketing program. Deputy Mayor for Health and Human Services Ann Williams-Isom, the Adams administration's point person on migrant crisis response, said reticketing is becoming one of the city's top priorities, though. Newly arrived migrants in the city can't work legally due to a complicated and lengthy federal application process for employment authorization. That has put an especially intense strain on the city's social safety net in recent months. But as removing people from shelters is becoming a primary objective for the administration, Adams suggested he's also concerned about employment-eligible people who are staying in the city's care. Later Tuesday, Adams spokesman Charles Lutvak told the news that the mayor, in saying it's not fair to taxpayers, was referring to the need for developing exit ramps for both migrants and homeless New Yorkers to leave the shelter system. But Legal Aid Society attorney Josh Goldfein, whose group is fighting the administration in court over its attempt to suspend parts of the city's right-to-shelter mandate, said Adams' remark doesn't make any sense because working New Yorkers are in unusually dire need of shelter access, as many are one paycheck away from losing their housing due to skyrocketing rents and other economic factors. Goldfein also argued that, in addition to migrants, homeless people who are employed and disabled would be hurt by the mayor's efforts to suspend right-to-shelter provisions enshrined into law under a decades-old court consent decree. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— 
and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.